Fuck she enjoys yeah. it. Are you gonna stick with? Are you gonna stick with boxing? Do you think that's your new? Um, um, stick? I think I might make it my whole personality for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've committed. Like. <laughs> I'm drinking a beer. Is that can I drink in here? Is that allowed? Yeah. Oh, I'm, hell also, yeah. I'm also drinking a beer. I I have leftover hunch punch from the Halloween party. That's going to take me weeks to finish. I have a full cooler's worth, so I really need to get on that. Actually, do you feel like you have to drink it? Do you feel like you could just yeah? Pour it no, out? I can't pour it out. I have to drink it. Okay. <laughs> I already spent the money. I already made the drink. You know. That's a good point. So good luck with that. All right, everybody, welcome or welcome back. This is Totally Biased Music, and we're your hosts, Blake and Christian. And today we have a very special guest. You know, Christian and I like to have a female presence on the show every once in a while. It really brings us back to earth, keeps us grounded, teaches us how to talk to women, which we don't do very often. <laughs> um, so today we have longtime friend of mine, Jessica Lingle here, who is a mus- musician herself, um is is a good friend of mine she stole class president from me my senior year of high school um so Jess, why why don't you introduce yourself to to christian and everybody else and let us know stuff about you that pretty much covers it those are like the the main things um but i stole class president musician longtime friend of yours um just kidding i uh i'm really glad to be here this is fun i've been listening to the pod for a while so it's an honor to be here very nice um, happy to have you happy to have you and i uh what do you want to know i mean i guess i i make videos now i'm a producer which i love doing um i still make music just kind of for fun on the side but don't really get around to it and it's like weird playing music in my apartment so i don't like singing here what do you play oh do you sing vocals or I, what, what are we I talking i sing and i play guitar um not very like skillfully just like kind of the basics but i like she has an album on spotify christian i'll send it to you <sighs> okay no wait we gotta we gotta shout that out to our listeners what do you mean yeah so wait hang on a second let me pull this up um it's so, I feel so Lingle. differently about it now. Like it's it's sweet and it's a nice little time capsule, but it is a little bit cringy to me now. So I don't love How old is putting it? it on blast. Ten she, years actually this year. She put it out in twenty thirteen. Damn, ten oh, years ago. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's weird. What kind nice. of music do you dabble in making now? And now it's um like sad girl um situation ship folk. Like soccer um, mommy. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, that's kind of my brand, my flavor. Um, but yeah, it's always kind of been music. People, I love when people describe it as music that they want to fall asleep to. So I'll take nice. that. Oh, fuck yeah. Very yeah. cool. Wait, and so Very, um, you said you, you're a producer. Who are you a producer for? Like, what do you, who do you work for? Or is it just yeah, freelance? It's, um, I'm a digital media producer for Alabama Public Television. So I like make digital content for our PBS station here in Alabama, um, which is cool because only old people or like really young people, like children, watch PBS. We're trying to like find this crowd of people and what they would really want to see. And it's cool. I like it. That's badass. I used to work with a bunch of producers. I was with T-Mobile's internal agency and I handled all of our nationally advertising. 
So everybody, all these people were yeah. editors and motion graphics artists and producers and all that shit. So very familiar with that world. I love how collaborative it is. Like, I love that it really does take so many people. Um, I mean, people can do like, you know, one person show and make great stuff. But I think it's so much better when you have just like a, a great team of skilled people doing it. I didn't realize how in depth it was until I got into something like that. And it's like, you even have audio engineers that, you know, or color right. engineers. Like it's just color is the only thing they focus on is coloring. These things. It's so cool. Yeah. Big, big world of stuff. Um, well, cool. Okay. So we are doing um, the album today is volcano by the group jungle. Um, so there's a brief Apple music intro, which I was surprised about actually. Um, but it says a decade into their career, London duo jungle is determined to make up for lost time. Jo- Josh Lloyd Watson and Tom McFarland felt they had taken too long to follow up on 2014 self-titled mercury nominated debut with the second album forever arriving four years later it injected their third album loving in stereo released in 2021 with a creative restlessness and that thrilling urgency continues on volcano so jess this was your pick um (laughs) how often do you listen to jungle why did you pick this album tell us a little bit about it they're in my rotation a good bit of the time just because they i've enjoyed their last four albums that they've put out um just a lot of feel good bangers on there um have just like a unique groovy sound to them and so i've been enjoying them for a while this album that i chose is not like my favorite album in the world or anything i just think it's a really cool addition to this year's music this life's music um and so i'm excited to hear what y'all thought about it nice christian what do you think is this your first listen Uh, It's my first listen through the whole album, but because I follow Channel Trace, it came up on my Spotify. So the song um, I've Been In Love came up, and I don't know why I didn't dive into the album deeper because I fucking – I've been in love with that song. I love that fucking song. It's It's very much his – that like Channel Trace's vibe on that is – that's his vibe. It's what he fucking – his bread and butter – so going into the album was really, really cool. And everything kind of matches that vibe. Um, and it's really just right up my alley. It's this like funky fucking disco soul done in a minimalistic way on like the beat production. But the vocal sampling and the vocals throughout a lot of these songs almost make up for the minimalistic part of the beats in my opinion it's these layered vocals that it's this like ethereal and the layers in between where it's all these little different samples that it creates this more intricate beat kind of throughout these songs and i kind of fell in love with that throughout and so this will definitely be heavily in my rotation some of the songs really reminded me of like a chilled out minimal house version of justice I found like a few yeah, of them being like, oh, like if this was pumped up a little bit more, like I could see this be a justice track. So I totally forgot about justice. Actually, I need to go back and listen to some justice. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I, I have, I didn't know anything about these people at all. I didn't know what type of music I was getting into. I, I didn't look up anything. I didn't listen to any other songs. And so the first track I was like, I don't, I didn't know that they were like an electronic band type duo. And so the first track I was like, well, I don't understand what kind of music this is. Like, what is this album going to be? But then as, as I got through it, I like found kind of the theme and the, 
the overall arc of like what they were trying to do. And Christian's right. It's very like, I don't know. There, it, to me, it's very like drive around sunset music. Like I could just picture listening to this with the windows down, the sun's going down. It's the weekend. You're having a good time. Like I would put this on and I, I like the vibe of it a lot. My only gripe, I think, which we'll get into later is like with an, with a type of music like this, towards the end of the album it like all kind of started to run together for me like when i got to mm-hmm. like uh, up in like 12 13 14 i was like okay i, I kind of feel like i'm listening to one really long song here <laughs> so okay. i need to mix it up a little bit but like i do enjoy it for um for what it is you know it was it was very new and i actually want to go back and listen to their other albums too and see what they're like are there other albums like this or are they different yeah, I was just going to say that it's funny that y'all said all the things that you did, and I really love what you said about them. Like, I think that both of what y'all said is, like, very emblematic of their style, which is, like, one, they use vocals in this, like, really intricate, like, beautiful, but also, like, sexy way at the same time, like, as the way that they use it as another layer to the beat for most of their songs. But I will say that all of their albums, there's, like five or six and I'm like oh this is great I love this but like a few that just kind of run together and don't yeah. stand out to me that's just how it's kind of been the whole time with their stuff but I let yeah. them get away with it because I love the stuff that I love <laughs> yeah that's fair um all right well just what are your uh what are your top three songs on the album okay my top three it's like definitely the one that also the internet loves which is back on 74 that one is so good I'm obsessed with it. I listen to it probably like once a day at this point. Um, helps me be in a better mood in the morning, <laughs> I'd say. Um, but I also love Dominoes um, and then Good at Breaking Hearts is my other top. Nice. Christian, what about yeah. you? So um, we are the same for our first. Back on 74, it's what I was talking about. Like the vocal layers throughout that song it's just like if you have a headache or you've had a bad day, the layers with the vocals on that track just like wash through you. And it's like mm-hmm. – can cure your hangover. I can even, <laughs> I can even feel like just by talking about this song, like the tone of my voice coming down just a little bit. And it's like – it's very much like that. But Loving it was it. like driving home like on a like warm summer day is the sun is just perfectly setting. It's that like little twilight vibe after you've been out, like kind of on the water, on the beach all day. And it's like, that's what we're just cruising on. I home feel to. that. Very much. Very nice. Vibe. My second <laughs> is obviously the one that turned me on to this was with Channel Trace. I've been in love. It is fun. It is fucking sexy. It's just an absolute killer song. And then we had another one. So my third one is Domino's. It's just fucking, it's killer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're um we're pretty aligned. I feel pretty basic now because my number one is also back on 74. I fucking, I mean, it's a great song, you know, and I didn't know, Sorry, like, great. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know the internet was like, was on board with it, you know, but it's, it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's straight vibes. It's a good ass time. And I also really love Domino's as well. So I think all three of us had, had both of those. Um, and then my third one was holding on the second track. So I think yeah. the reason that I liked holding on the way that I did was because 
the it's not that the first song is like a bad intro song or anything but like i said i didn't know what the fuck i was getting into and so then by the time the second song rolled around um i kind of had a feel for what type of music it was going to be and i don't know it's just it, it gives me like late night tokyo vibes i don't know you know like it's it's very upbeat there's a lot happening and like the vocals in it are are kind of crazy and i don't know it's just a really fun song i like it a lot so holding on is kind of it's 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 different to me than the rest of the album like the rest of the album is very kind of laid back and holding on is very like up tempo upbeat and it's just it's a blast to listen to so i really like it and i had i kind of wish I kind of wish they had opened with that one, honestly. Like, I was listening to the album today on, on vinyl, just to flex for a second. Um, nice. Oh, but, oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I think they could have, like, really just, like, started really strong by having that be first. But yeah, not my choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I will say there were some, some other honorable mentions here. Um, Good at Breaking Hearts, I really liked towards the end. But like I said, like, when I got to the end, it was kind of dragging on for me a little bit but i do really really like the the vocals and good at breaking hearts i don't know what's funny is like i don't know channel trace and the only the only feature i know on this album is the very last song um boz is on it and i know who boz is i don't know any of the other features in this album at all but i really enjoyed like most of them um but yeah good at breaking hearts was was definitely an honorable mention for me i enjoyed it if you don't know um, Channel Trace, after this, you need to go listen to Top Down by him because the song is a just fucking certified banger. I can get with that. It's like, is, what it, is, is he is, he's a hip-hop artist? No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he, what he creates is kind of like this, honestly. And so he does this like low-tambered style of voice like he does on this, you know, I've Been In Love track where it's this kind of like almost – talk rhyming through stuff yeah. it's not necessarily rapping it's not necessarily singing but it's, it's like just, slam it goes, poetry yeah, but and it goes perfectly kind of with this just like minimalistic house vibe and that's kind of his style yeah nice um all right just the harder part now what are your bottom three songs Oof. um actually i feel like i i don't know this was maybe a little bit of an easy choice for me just because i again like agree that they just kind of run together on the on the back side of this album but um don't play i don't like it as much as the other songs really at all uh coming back take it or leave it and then i'm kind of sad about this one but pretty little thing was on my bottom and i also really like class they actually did a song on their last album called romeo with him that was that was like one of my favorite songs whatever i guess it was last year maybe the year before that it came out um so i was really disappointed that this one didn't live up to that um that same hype that i had for that song so that's a plug for that song go listen to that one also by jungle so nice it's my bottom yeah i think like pretty little thing would be better if it were like the seventh track on the album (laughs) i know that's like a shitty thing to say but like maybe if i listened to it as a standalone song i would enjoy it more but i I definitely get what you're saying especially towards the end christian what do you got all right, this is gonna bum y'all out a little bit because I got a couple of y'all's tops, but we're gonna we're gonna get through this. Um, my first one is holding on. The vocals sound like they're coming through a megaphone, and at a certain point, it's just like stop yelling at me. Uh, yeah, I'm like it's not in the right way. And then my second is only good at breaking hearts. I've really wanted to like this song, uh, okay? Because I did because I did the chorus. 
But JNR Williams, I, I like don't find anything that stands out to me that I like about his voice. And so I was just kind of like, you know, I could take it or leave it. So I think I hated these songs. You know, I don't think there's any that I hate on it. And then I had uh, Don't Play. Actually, mm-hmm. number one, the holding on, I fucking hate. That megaphone shit was like, all right, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I But like for some reason, I like with, with the tempo of the song, I really like how they do the vocals in it. Like it's just, I don't know. There's something about it that I really enjoy, but I get what you're saying. I mean, I feel like it's because you're submissive. It's because you're submissive. Like that's all it is. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that's not true. Everybody listening, that's not true. I want that on the record, okay? <laughs> that that is false. Oh, um, 100% my bottom, sub. <laughs> my bottom 3. So, my least favorite song is You Ain't No Celebrity. I fucking hate the vocals on this song. God, they drive me insane. And like the very beginning, it starts with I, th- I think the vocals on it are you ain't no celebrity at the very beginning, but they're repeating it. They repeat it like 15 times. I literally listened to the first 10 seconds and was like, I'm putting this on the bottom. I can't fucking do this. So <laughs> I listened to the rest of the song, but nah, it's, it's not my vibe. Um, and then every night, every night was just meh to me. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Christian said, like I didn't outwardly hate it or anything, um, but it wasn't, I don't know. It's just kind of dull to me. And then, yeah, it sucks, but pretty little thing as well. Like I, it's I really like Boz in this song, but the other vocals they have in it before he's rapping, I guess it's the chorus. Um, I don't know who's who's singing on the chorus or if it's a sample or whatever it is, but it really fucking takes me out of the song, which is disappointing because like I like Boz a lot, and I don't know, I really like. I feel like his feature is kind of dulled down by everything else going on in the song so it was just not super enjoyable to me it happens um but let's get into so i okay so i tried to look around um for ratings jesus christ that's bright hang on um i tried to look around for ratings and pitchfork and rolling stone our good friends at pitchfork and rolling stone don't have any um so I pulled up uh, Metacritic. Metacritic, it has an 81 Metascore, a 7.2 user score. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's that's fair. What do, what do you think, Jessica? What do you rate it? I was thinking, like, honestly, just solid seven. Like, there's a lot I like about it, but it's not one of my top favorite albums of all time or anything. I think, it, like, Back on 74 is such a good song. That's, that's a great one. But other than that, it's not uh, – it's good. It's solid. Yeah, that's it's, it's a good. little mid, a little yeah. mid at times. <laughs> that's fair, Christian. What about you? Um, I'm giving this a six. And listen, there's like you, like everybody's kind of said, there's a lot that I loved about this. But as far as it being an album, there's not much of a journey here. You know, when you're really taking through each and every one of these songs, yeah, it does blend together, but not even like we can go further than that. It's a lot of this stuff that's been done before. We look at this like minimal kind of like new soul, new funk, new house, whatever you want to call it with, you know, bringing in these features that fit very well into that. So as far as like experimentation or pushing on sound, you don't really feel it. I would love to see them like that back on 74 taking you know obviously that's their most popular song but 
I think why is because of the intricacy of the vocal samples and the layers that are there. So like, I guess in the future, I would love to see them push more on experimenting with that because I think that's like their bread and butter. So yeah, I'm going with a six. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I was gonna, I'm giving it a six and a half kind of for the same reasons, right? Like, like I talked about earlier, it just 14 tracks of an album like this, it just kind of starts to all sound the same. And like, I feel like they possess the capability to do more and kind of branch out and experiment. And I don't know, like I need to go back and listen to other albums by them and see how similar they are to what they have put out before. But I think, you know, with Christian and I, a lot of what we look at and think about when we listen to artists is like what album to album, what have they done? How have they progressed? Is there any progression there? And you know, there are albums like we talked about Utopia a few weeks ago and somebody who listens to Travis Scott a lot, like there is a huge progression there. And the album itself was a mix of all these different types of sound and music. And with this album, it just didn't feel like that was there. It just felt like kind of all of the same thing, which doesn't make it bad. Like it's still good music and they're still good at it. It's just, I don't know. It kind of left me wanting more, if that makes sense. So that's where I'm yeah, at I with totally it. agree. I think that um, it was interesting, like, when I was saying that back on 74, like, the internet also loves it. That's the only song of theirs that I've seen take off on, like, TikTok or Reels or whatever, Um, which is interesting to me because they have these, like, catchy little, like, jammy internet songs, I think, that could probably do well for dances or dumb trends that I unfortunately (laughs) have to pay attention to for my job. Um, But all that to say that I think that they are getting there. Like, I think, like, this could be a really, really great group and make some really cool albums in the future, but they've kind of just been like waiting in the wings, it feels like, and waiting for their moment. I think this album, like I see more from them than I have, like more variety from them than I have in past albums, but I also agree. I think they're capable of more. So that's it. I'm pretty sure like, isn't this, haven't, aren't they on their own label? I think they're on their own label. This is so like, I think when you look at when artists are doing that, their, their journey, their kind of arc, as far as like when they do take off, it, it's just longer because when you mm-hmm. sign to labels, the opportunity for collaboration and all that kind of stuff is pretty instant. Like you're signing to a label and you're kind of getting access to all these people, especially if your songs start to take off. When you do it on your own, I feel like that arc is just a lot, lot longer. And I think what you're saying is right. I think this album is kind of like that spark for them where we might start to see some really cool shit come, come from them, especially with the popularity of this. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And they, um, it's funny you say that Christian about the label, because there is, there was a Rolling Stone article just about, it wasn't a rating, but it was just talking about volcano and the headline is jungle quote. We can literally do whatever the fuck we want. And it says after 10 years on the scene, Tom and Josh, the UK duo behind dance act jungle are displaying a newfound confidence as they release volcano, their second record from their own label. It's clear that they're feeling free to experiment with collaborators and their creativity is pouring forth. So I think you're right. Like from a, from especially from like an advertising and marketing standpoint with people on their own label or independent artists, like it's harder for them to, to take off. I mean, I, I hate to go back to this example, but like you can look at Pretty Lights and Bass Nectar, right? Like Bass Nectar was signed to a major label and <laughs> we saw his trajectory and Derek is Derek. Like he's doing his own thing and he never really reached that size. It doesn't take away from 
you know, their skill or who they are as an artist. Like I think arguably pretty lights is a better artist than he is, but it's harder to get that traction when you're, when you're trying to do your own thing, essentially, and you don't have the funding and the advertising and all this stuff that comes with a major label. So, but it is nice to have that freedom. I think. Yeah, yeah um, it definitely is. You saw that happen <laughs> like a lot with like thievery corporation too. Like they, it's just one of those bands they decided to like say no to all these large labels and go their own direction and continue to do it on their own and it's just one of those things where they got there but holy fuck it took a lot longer than if they signed that label but they stayed true to themselves and you know i feel like that freedom is there yeah so, for sure i'm yeah, stoked I mean, to see what they at, put out next you look at people like um fucking mgk like when he was first starting he was this whole anti-establishment like ga only like fuck vip and then he signed to a major label and makes blink 182 music now so you know sometimes you sell your soul and that's what fucking happens it's like lucky though that this time like in culture and pop culture like having the internet to kind of be your marketing or whatever kind of avenue you can find your way to people like is lucky so hopefully maybe they won't sell out as as easily if like they can just kind of organically find their people but yeah i don't know i mean christian and i haven't sold out yet you know and you know we're averaging like thousands of listens so we're just doing our own thing we're kind of a lot like them actually a music duo (laughs) you know doing our own thing that's what yeah that's what i was thinking for sure there's a lot of similarities there (laughs) um okay so we fucked up guys we didn't send rides or dies to each other so I think oh, we just need – I know. I, I just realized that when we started, and I didn't want to, like, pause and everybody send songs. So instead, I think we should just go a different direction, and let's just talk about kind of what we have been – what's been in the rotation recently, what we've been listening to a lot. I'm interested to hear kind of the, – the seasons are shifting. The vibes are shifting. It's soup season now, so, you know, the music starts to change. So, Jess, what have you been, what have you been listening to recently? What's been heavy rotation for you? Um, can I check my notes really quick? Mm-hmm. Hold, mm-hmm. please. That's um, fine. Oh, I've been getting moody, it looks like. Um, <laughs> what, that yeah. tends to happen when the weather gets cold. <laughs> um, I'm usually just listening to like some sad girl music on a pretty regular basis, though. Um, I did want to say, and I, I don't know, I was not resisting, but I was totally resisting becoming a Billy Strings fan for a long time. But I, it's, in, it's inevitable. I, I tried to do the same I, thing. It's inevitable. I think I just like had some misconceptions, honestly, that I needed to break through. Um, and so I finally did that when someone just like sent me a, a song and I was like, what? This is amazing. Um, and so I've been listening to Renewal a lot, which I love. Um, I've also been listening to this girl. Actually, she just came through and played a show at Saturn in Birmingham. Um, and I went to school with her, so I'm going to go ahead and just plug her. Um, Kate Rudy is her name, and she's just like, I don't know, my kind of stuff. Just like sad, going to call out some men and songs. And, nice. Um, oh, making, fuck yeah. With like Love a beautiful that. voice, and you're like, damn, she can get away with anything. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to have so, to check now. <laughs> also, both of those are bluegrass. I'm not only listening to bluegrass music. Um so I don't want that to me to be like a misconception about me. But uh, let me keep thinking about that. Can I come back? Can I yeah, come back for to sure. Me? Christian, what about you? What else, what have you been listening to? Man, I got to tell you, it's been it's been a wild ride recently. Um, so there's this artist called Long Story Short that's just like some good house vibe. 
we're going to change it up here because there's this group that you both would probably hate called Slang Dogs, and it's just down dirty <laughs> fucking in your – they're called Slang Dogs. They remix a bunch slang of like – Slang Dogs. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They remix a bunch of like uh, Suicide Boy shit, and it's just oh, like nice. heavy, like I'm angsty in the gym. And then there's this uh, – Jess, you might have heard of Ford, the artist Ford. Um, kind of like vibey like house shit, F O R D, period. Um, but there's this track J, that no. there's this track that he put out recently called "Everything's All Right," and it's just beautiful. It's really nice. I've been listening to a bunch of like I've been on the bluegrass kick, trampled by turtles, fucking Billy. You know, just being a down and dirty redneck you know i don't know what else to say there <laughs> it's, um, in your, it it's in your blood you know you yeah. can't fight it <laughs> growing so, up in the old behan baby and then i've just been ripping since we did fucking lincoln park meteor last week but i've been ripping through hybrid theory <laughs> like no one's fucking business so dude i've been listening to so much <laughs> so lincoln much. park it's horrible <laughs> Oh I can't like and what's what's fucked is Spotify, especially when you get on Spotify, it'll tell you like it'll be like jump back in, like and show you like what you can listen to. And I'm like, shit, guess I gotta listen to Lincoln Park again. Let's fuck it up. So yeah, I've been, I'm like singing it in the fucking gym, and I'm pretty sure someone called a social worker because I'm just singing like sad shit, and they're like, Are you fucking good, bro? so fucking good man and you know what like it sucks i'm really glad we did the lincoln park episode but now that i've rinsed that album like six times since then i had so many more thoughts on it but it's like i still think it was great and it was nice to just just jump back in and listen to something i hadn't listened to in a while yeah Um, yeah, yeah. i've been i've been going through do you guys know who party next door is (laughs) no sounds Um, gay though so he's oh hi baby (laughs) How is she doing? Has she shit on She's your feeling, floor today? Not today. She's being a lot better. Nice. Um, a dog with freckles. Cute. Yeah, she's got to keep freckles. Look, she sees y'all. She's like, what the fuck is this? I don't have jinx. I don't have jinx in here today, but you can see uh, Lev in the background just hanging out. She wanted to be part of the, uh, part of the show today. I know, right? Fucking 13 years old. Old as shit. Um... Okay, so Party Next Door is like a sad boy, like hip hop, R and B artist. He's kind of like a better version of The Weekend to me. He does a lot of collabs with Drake, um, and I, you know, it's funny. I texted a friend of mine and I said, "I'm going through a heavy Party Next Door phase right now. Do you have thoughts on that?" And all he said, all he sent back was, "You're too good for her, bro. Let it go." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I've been listening to a shit ton of Party Next Door. I've also been listening to, um, uh, I've been going back and listening to old Future albums when Future had that run from like 2013 to 2016 when he was like in his prime. It's, you know, it's typical shit you'd expect to be. It's fucking hip hop music. But I'm trying to branch out and listen to other hip hop artists that I don't, I don't normally listen to and partake in. Um, But it's now, now it's, you know, we talked about this on the Linkin Park episode. Now it's, um, it's, we're getting into winter and, doesn't feel right in my soul to listen to country in the winter the way I do in the summer. You know, we got seven inches of snow. I can't be listening to songs about drinking Coronas at the beach. I can mm. listen to country songs about women breaking my heart. That much I can do. But like yeah, that only 100%. takes me so far, you know? Yeah. So I, I've just been sticking to my, my typical repertoire as, as they say. Um, Jess, anything else? Did you find anything else that you've been listening to? 
that you want to share with us? About this one artist who I think is really cool and who also I think isn't getting like, I, she's just, I don't know why people aren't just like obsessed with her, but her name's Remy Wolf. Um, oh, yeah, I know Remy like, Wolf. Okay, you guys are obsessed with her. Great. Um, I'm a she, store baddie with my booty on the sink. Come on. <laughs> she is such a baddie. I love the vibe. Like I feel like such a bad bitch when I'm listening to her. Um, yeah, it's like liquor store. Enjoyed, yeah, liquor store is a great one. Rips. Down the line, Anthony Kiedis is great. Um, so a lot of them, but I love by her too. So she's been in Fuck rotation yeah. for. Since I discovered her, but I think she I just did a couple of like reworks of Paramore songs. If you end up wanting to check that yeah. out, yeah. No, I love her cover. She like also did Pink and White, which is she also like has just like a little soulful kind of sexy side to it. And yeah, I love what she's doing. I want to see whatever she's up to. I want to just keep up with her. So check her out if you haven't yet. Been obsessed Dude. with her for a minute. Speaking mm-hmm. of Paramore. I just want to shout out once again. I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but when we saw Paramore at Bonnaroo, first off, I would let Haley Williams give me AIDS. All right. I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> like, Everyone would, I think. She is so bad, but man, they fucking tore the house down, dude. And when they played Misery Business, that shit hit like crack, Ooh. dude. Oh. oh my god! And they didn't, and like they made a joke about how, like, for years they didn't play it because they were sick of it because everybody knew Misery Business, and they didn't close. I, I expected them to close with it, but it was like their third to last song. But when Misery Business hit, man, everybody around us was just fucking losing it, and then they they ended, and I go play it again. And so I turned around and was like, seriously, dude, please. I need to hear it again. Uh, but Jinx is freaking the fuck out. Hey! Intruder. Yeah, somebody fucking this walking literally by just like minding their fly. own business. Yeah, a fly hit the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, let's pivot. Um, what about movies? Anybody watch any good movies they want to talk about? Christian, have you been watching scary movies or just in, in the, the spirit of the season that you guys want to you want to share? Or any, any movies at all that have, have piqued your interest recently? I've been I ripping just through just the Scream. old school. Oh, you, wait, you did? We For just talked about this one. I watched it last night. Um, which I, I, okay, look, I got a scary movie game kind of late. Yeah. And I just now have been like, no, I can watch these by myself, um, (laughs) (laughs) which is the problem. And so, uh, yeah, it's been fun. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street last week, which was fun. Uh, trying to get the classics in, but I'm kind of late to the party. Yeah. We're running out of time too. It's like, once it hits November, it's like, I don't, I'm not in the mood anymore. Like I would love to see the the streaming statistics of scary movies in the month of October versus every other month of the year. But like, I can't believe you've never. Krampus. I can't believe you've never seen Scream. That was your first time. What did you think of it? Did you enjoy it? It was silly. I enjoyed it. Um, it was pretty. It was grosser than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. Nice. The acting is fucking hysterical. I, that's like why yeah. I've been going back, just running through all the OGs, the how ha- like OG Halloween, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, all that. Even like Exorcist, I'm like, it's hysterical. Now tonight, I'm gonna watch the Exorcism of Emily Rose, which when I that's first a good saw one, it, right? I'll be, that's I'll like be. The there's, one. there's one movie that his actually fuck me up like as an adult would sleep I, i'll sleep with the light on for a week after watching <laughs> it like not even I, see, that's what I, I cannot be doing that i like live alone and have kind of a creepy neighbor so i gotta keep it like 
cheesy oh. only yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair <laughs> um, somebody asked me the other day they're like what's the first movie that like actually scared you as a child and i told them that poltergeist the original poltergeist i remember watching it when i was young i was probably like fucking 12 or something i remember being creeped out at poltergeist and i haven't watched it since i need to go back and rewatch it because it's like a fucking classic but the thing about those like we talked about this before christian but those 70 scary movies <laughs> Like Nightmare on Elm Street, the OG Friday the 13th. Like, it's funny. I watched Friday the 13th and then I watched the second one immediately after. And it's, it literally takes place in the same fucking, like they (laughs) they use the same set. Like it's the same fucking set. There's nothing changes. And it just feels like if you watch them back to back that you're watching one five hour fucking movie because they change nothing about it, which I, I really appreciate the fact they were that dedicated to it, you know? I think it's something with like those older movies too that they like are like we're not gonna pick one thing like we're gonna do every scary thing. All oh no, we lost Jess. Um, And you guys are frozen. Are you there? Oh, we got you for a second. All right, we're back. Yikes! (laughs) What are you saying (laughs) Uh, about Uh, seventies movies? Well, just that they like they don't pick like I feel like scary movies nowadays are like we're gonna pick one scary thing and really focus on that, but like. Poltergeist and even uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and other movies of the era like are just like every scary thing you can possibly think of. Like they don't have to do all of it, but they do anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, they try to shove as much as they can into one movie, which right. it's really makes for a chaotic fucking film to watch. It is. I'm like, okay, I thought we were scared of this like ten minutes ago. Like, why are we bringing like bodies in a pool like into this like the <laughs> graves coming out of the pool? Like that was just radically unnecessary. I was already scared of other things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but okay. Uh, um, I watched right before we we recorded. I watched um, The Fighter on Netflix. It's got Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, Amy Adams. It's about like Mark Wahlberg. He's a boxer. It's a true story. But it's the the reason I bring it up is because it's based in Boston. So they're all doing a Boston accent throughout the whole movie. And like, I just need to say like, I need me a fucking Boston girlfriend that just pronounces words wrong. And like, <laughs> just wants to fight everybody that is, that pisses her off. Like, I just love everything about that energy. You know, I need someone that's going to tell the waiter like that's not what I ordered, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> so, I need I need a Boston girlfriend to do that for me. You know, I, I'm on a kick right now. I'm I'm plowing through boxing movies because I took a boxing class, and so I'm just rinsing everyone that I can find. Cinderella Man. The fighter, Southpaw, like whatever it is, you know, it's, it just gets me in the mood. Just I, I square up with Jinx, I shadow box with her. It's really nice. Fuck she enjoys yeah. it. Are you gonna stick with? Are you gonna stick with boxing? Do you think that's your new um, um, stick? I think I might make it my whole personality for sure. Um, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got committed. Like, I'm just going to tell people, like, yeah, I'm a boxer. That's that's all I do for fitness. And just, like, a- every conversation, whether it's about boxing or not, I'm bringing it up. You know, people are going to know for sure that that's people what People love doing. that. Yeah, they do. It's like, uh, it's like a better version of a CrossFit guy because it's actually cool, you know? All you have to really yeah. do is just get a wife beater, get your last name tattooed across your back, and then beat the shit out of your ex-wife. Like, <laughs> <That's simple. laughs> Okay. <laughs> good plan. <laughs> said, "All right, good episode, everybody." If that's not a boxer starter pack, I don't know what is. <laughs> that's true. The fucking tank top, baby. 
Um, all right. Well, shit. What you guys have anything else you want to you want to touch on? Talk about? Jess, do you want to do you want to plug your album? Do you want us to say the name of it? We can if you if you want us to. I know you cringe a little bit, but I enjoy it. I still listen to it from time to time. You know, it takes me back, get a little nostalgia trip. So feel free to that's plug it if you want to. That's what I think it's good for. Though, like that's I don't know if people who don't remember it are going to be like that's i don't know i don't know if it stands the test of time is what i'll say um but it's called kingdom in the trees and i uh yeah it was just like a little five song album of songs that i wrote when i was in high school um one of them is about blake and i feel like that's nice. why he likes that album very nice um, <laughs> oh this is uh, I, just, I was trying to, I was trying yeah, to figure into go. saying that that's the yeah. only reason i brought it up He's like, I go back and Um, listen to it from time to time when I need an ego boost. That's what this is about. um, But it was just like a, um, I don't know. I was a very, had a very like sweet perspective of the world. I've seen a lot since then. Um, I don't feel the same ways that I I used to, but um, I also would rather plug this other album that I have with a friend of mine. It's called... uh, it's by our band is called page 127 um we don't like play music or anything anymore but um yeah those are just like silly times um of writing music now my stuff is so much more sad and like just men you know hating men is kind of the theme of it now nice we all we all hate hate men we're horrible people in general Um, right don't we all but as you make stuff, send it to us. Even if you don't post it publicly, send it to me, send it to Blake. I'd love to check it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I need to like get into a, a studio or just like go to a place where I can just like sing as loudly as I really want. Like I think that's what's holding me back from just like recording stuff. But I've been writing a lot. I just got an electric guitar a couple weeks Ooh. ago, which has been fun to just kind of shake it up a little bit. Fuck um, yeah. But maybe in the next 10 years, you'll see something else. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna like be reviewing your album. I'm really pissed that we didn't do Rise or Dies because I was gonna send a song off of your album because I thought that would be really funny. But we fucking yeah, we totally we, <laughs> we totally botched it. <laughs> you know. Also, I will say I listened to some Billy Strings the other day, and I picked up the guitar and I was like, I'm just gonna play. And then I watched a YouTube Aww. video, and some guy was like, Yeah, this is how you play like this breakdown on the song. And I was like. I'm never going to be that good at guitar in my life. And then I put it down. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm just like, I, it's what they call like a campfire guitar, but like I can like play the chords, but I just like do not care about getting better at it. And I wish I had a better attitude, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, no, got plenty of other things going on. Yeah, hard. exactly. Like I'm busy, you know, I got a life. It's fucking hard out here in the streets of Denver. Exactly. So I got other stuff I got to worry about. <laughs> um well jess thanks for coming on it was a fucking blast um i really enjoyed it thanks for the new um the new artist to listen to i'll have to go back and listen to the rest of the albums um i enjoyed it i hope you did we need to have you back on soon and um we'll make you listen to like limp biscuit or something and see like what your take (laughs) what your take is on that so um 
yeah we thanks appreciate for having it. me this was so fun yeah and it's good for y'all to um have a, a female presence i think yeah Damn straight. Of course, you guys were like on your best behavior tonight i feel like yeah we didn't make like really any inappropriate jokes christian do you have one maybe like in the back pocket you want to I don't I feel like we've been really in in general this is about the music baby we're talking about what moves us i think yeah. it, you know we've been honing True. in on it recently we've been fucking on our game we might get a little crazy but it's not like it used to be we're growing yeah, up a little it, bit. Yeah, true. Um, Love to see it. Love to see it. Lizzo sucks. There, there's one. <laughs> oh no! That's, that's kind of a that's kind of a joke there. So, um, but right, other than that, funny. I don't have anything else. Again, thanks, Jess. Everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you guys next. Quick, Christian, are we doing next week? Yeah, baby, we're fucking week on week. Let's go. All right, we're doing next week. All right, I'll see you guys thanks, later, Jess. everybody. Good to meet you. You too. Thanks, Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace.